go now, my darling. Let's step back in time with me for a spell. Back to when the wild. Hello? Why are we not going live? I don't know. The music shut off, too. Yeah, I know. I stopped the stream. Hey, Eric! <coughs> Just go get him. <clears throat> it is what it is. Yeah. I know. Yeah, everything changed. Did, I guess you missed that memo. No, I didn't get that memo. Yeah, that's why we have all these new servers down here. Facebook doesn't let you connect that way anymore. You know you're already live on the audio feed, right? Yeah. <laughs> um, give me just a second. We have to do this. For those of you listening on the audio side, we apologize. We are experiencing technical difficulties getting our audio, our video stream going up. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> the mastermind is working behind the scenes. Do not peek behind the curtain. As we uh, wait, Lady Stars and Fire will entertain you in some way, shape, or form. Oh, thanks. Just throw that shit right on me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Thanks, babe. <laughs> Dude, From here. it goes with the energy today. I don't know what else to From say. Here. It goes yeah. with the energy today. Um, so yeah. what is this? Is Facebook picking it up still? Just the audio? I'm just curious. <laughs> like I said, the energy, I don't know. We were we were talking right before we started the show today. And it was like, you know, some something happened around 3.30 today. And like the energy that just blew in reminds me of a childhood saying that I say all the time. It's like a perfect little simple spell. But I'm like... I'm rubber and you're glue. And whatever funky crap that blew in here that's sticking to me is now bouncing off of me and sticking back to you. <laughs> that's the way I feel this energy is. So, I mean, it goes a lot with what we're going to be talking about because there's so many confusions that people have with, you know, the psychic vampires. But I'm not going to actually get into all of that until we start the show and we're actually really, really, really live. And I don't know who all can hear me right now or not. I was just told to yammer on. So that's what you're getting. Some yammering on from Lady Stars on Fire. So as soon as you click go live, you're live. Go live. <laughs> what the hell? Hmm. Come now, my darling. Let's step back in time with me. First bell. Back to when the wild things. 
So we're ready? Alrighty then. Hi, everybody. I'm sorry if you heard any of that a little bit while we were getting our shit together. <laughs> but, um, so, you know, we started a few minutes later. Well, anyway. Uh, much apologies. Uh, <laughs> apparently, Facebook has changed the way that they uh, allow people to go live now. Uh, especially those of us who use audio and video editing software. Uh, again, extreme apologies was not our intention, especially because, you know, sometimes you got other shit you need to do after you get done or start listening, you know, <laughs> uh, apologies. Yeah. So, you know, we just had a few months of funky junk, but now we're, we're all up and running. So it's all good. It's all good. Well, we're kind of up and running. I'm still working on getting the full video stream where it needs to go because we don't have everything set up yet. Okay, well, on my end, I'm up and running. <laughs> You're up and running. You can talk until you blue in the face. So, hold on, let me take a sip. <laughs> and I splashed. Oops. So, yes, you are listening to Other Lynn Dreams. I am Lady Stars on Fire, and I'm here with Hill Hippie over there. Hello. And tonight we're going to be talking about psychic vampires. And I don't know if you've ever dealt with one. There's a lot of people who get it confused, too. I mean, psychic vampires have gotten... They've gotten a big name, and I'm not saying necessarily that that's a positive thing, but, I mean, some people also misunderstand what a psychic vampire is you know some people just want to call like the negative energy a psychic vampire because that could be right. training you in, in in a form too you know and i don't call okay like i was looking up a bunch of different stuff from a different bunch of different places now i know what psychic vampires are i've dealt with them personally and why not as you know a shaman as a medium and why not so i do understand but i also you know it's always good to see what else is out there and what kind of information you can dig up. Now, the idea typically is that a psychic vampire is a term used to describe a living person who drains others emotionally. They are said to drain the em empathy from people, the emotions from people. Right. But it's also said in some other areas. I mean, some people take it as, you know, um, let me see if I can see it real fast. Some people think that this is, you know, all brain activity. Telekinetic. Is that the right word for it? Um, based on the direction I think you're going, yes, I believe that is a complete one because it's, uh, you know, person, soul, source connection, which some people believe that there is no way for one a person to steal the energy from another. It's only about how your interactions with that person creates negative thought blocks in your mind, which blocks your connection between uh, yourself and soul and thus the source. I'm not sure I buy that one personally. See, that's what I that's why I wanted to start right with this. Because there's so many different ideas out there of what psychic vampires are. And then there's the people who are just all right, people, I'm sorry I'm about to piss some people off. But the point is, just because you're into the whole gothic thing does not make you a psychic vampire. <laughs> okay? I mean, there are those out there who are all about that and will say that, and I'm like that is completely just a whole nother subject that you're just not completely gathering that information. It, 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 just because you're into the goth thing does not make you a psychic vampire. That makes you gothic, okay? <laughs> and there's nothing wrong with that. But, <laughs> I mean, there is forms of psychic vampires that are people who are this kind of in their natural energy. Right. And then there are times... Hey, look, now I'm on the plank. <laughs> I guess I did not have enough time to change everything. Give me a second. <laughs> it's the show that comes on behind us if you're watching. Before us. Oh, yeah. Oops. They've, we've been a part of their show. They've been a part of our show. It was great episodes. But... Yeah. <laughs> but, oops. Anyway, so you like my sparkly hair? No, back. Okay. Anyway, um. The way I say, when I, when I explain it, I mean, there are people out there who have more power than they will ever realize. Right. 
I'm going to use my own mother as an example right now because this way I'm not putting anybody down. Okay, my mother has been ill. She's very stressed always. That's the human being that she is. She's not a psychic vampire. But when she's in her lows, boy, she can drain a person. You know what I'm saying? Everybody has those moments where you're going through highs and lows. And especially if you're going through a period of time of highs and lows, you are capable of, you know, sucking somebody else's energy right up out of them, as well as projecting negative energy up onto them. Right. That does not mean it's the psychic vampire that you know she's not that all the time this just means at this moment she's pulling in that kind of energy and this is what i'm trying to say is people are way more powerful than they could ever imagine that they are and they don't give themselves the proper credit for positivity or negativity uh, yeah, <laughs> that's putting it mildly yeah exactly it's like they say you know you need to be responsible for your energy but a lot of people don't even understand what responsible for their energy is. They don't even uh, understand what responsible for themselves are. Yeah. Especially I mean, those who are the psychic vampires. Exactly. But that's why I wanted to say this is because people will also get, you know, the idea of psychic vampires. I'm starting out mild, mildly with some of this information because, I mean, you also get, you know, when you've been extra negative, you're feeling like all this bad stuff's coming to you. You're feeling drained. You're feeling exhausted. And then I don't know how many times I get clients who come to me and it's like, I think I have a hex on me. <laughs> And I'm like, yeah, I saw that. I heard that. <laughs> and you are not a professional at all, are you? No, don't care. <laughs> <laughs> um, but but my point is, yeah, I don't even try to be professional. I'm me. Take me or leave me. I don't give a shit. <laughs> but what I'm trying to say is, is I have clients too who get the idea of what a psychic vampire is. Highly mixed up with, you know, just negativity, you know, or they're feeling stressed or they're, it's not even just about being drained. Sometimes they feel, you know, like I get, like I said, I get all the time. I think somebody sent a hex on me, mm -hmm. you know, and then they're pulling it into the idea that it's a psychic vampire. And I'm like, okay, well, for one, send the fucking hex back. Duh. <laughs> <laughs> Like I was saying, if you heard any of that before we came on, you know. Oh, 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 oh we got a listener who has, has a uh, personal message for you. Yeah. Uh, got to give mommy a break because she is mommy. Oh, no, I love I, mommy. And that comes from Melissa Sue Malone. Shut up, Melissa. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, I yes, I love my mom, but I will use her as an example so I'm not picking on somebody else, you know. I'm just saying when people are going through stressful times, they can, you know, push off that energy that will, you know, especially if it's quite capable of mixing it up with what a psychic vampire is versus, you know, somebody who's getting confused because they're feeling the stress and the energy and everything that's pulling them down from, you know, what they feel is a psychic attack or a hex. Right. And, that also has to do with the way that you deal with the third dimensional world or realm, as you like to put it, Hell Hippie. Realm, yes. Mm -hmm. uh, <laughs> we, we, just, we really don't want to go over the uh, concept of dimensions again. Because you're going to lose that argument. No, I'm just going to let you have it because I don't care enough. <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. You're going to lose it. I really don't give a shit. You can have whatever you want and call it whatever you want. You're going to lose it. <laughs> Love you too. Anyway, but I mean, people do get this confusion of what this is. And, and then they start misinterpreting what it is. And then they start going into full on paranoia. I mean, and then there are people who are psychic vampires that no matter who they are, they just suck up energy. I mean, and in my own personal life, I've noticed that, you know, there are specific times that the psychic vampire energy happens to be stronger than others. I mean, typically it's right as you come out of winter and right as you go into winter. The summer isn't so bad. 
How often do you, do you deal with psychic vampires? Well, okay. If you're with somebody who does have that energy every single day versus like you're around. Okay. What I'm saying is in your case, right. how many people do you work with? Uh, it depends on a day-to-day basis. Only one of them is a psychic vampire. Yes, but it's probably like, what, five that you're working with, then that person, and then the boss, you know, it's it a could, majority of like maybe 20 people. It could range from uh, anywhere from one other person to 30. Okay, what? let me rephrase this. Maybe the way I look at it is psychic vampires are always going to pull energy. Yeah, and it's always the same person. The other people that are around me are not the same way. And, you know, the psychic vampire uses multiple different techniques in order to drain the energy. Oh, yes, of course. But I think what I was meaning to say is they use the term as the psychic vampire feeds off the energy. Yeah. I guess what I'm getting at is it's in the highest level of need of feeding more. In the colder seasons. You may be right on that. I, from my own experience, dealing with one on a daily basis, I, I, I don't see a difference in need from winter to summer to spring to fall. I see. It has to do with when their energy is more depleted. No, what I see. It has nothing to do with who they're sucking the energy from. No, no what I'm saying is. It's it's like being with somebody who's in a meat market, and they're like, oh, yeah, I want bratwurst. Oh, I want steak. And it doesn't, it, there's no, uh, from my own experience, from the vampire that is turning me into one of their own forsaken, there's no discernible pattern that I, my personal self, have noticed. I'm not saying that there's uh, your pattern that you're, suggesting is incorrect i'm just saying from my own personal experience from four years of dealing with the same psychic vampire there's no discernible difference of the feed quote unquote more in the winter or the spring or the fall or the summer than they do in any other time of the year haven't without going too into detail haven't you known this person pretty much all of your life um no I've known them all of their life. Okay. That answer is exactly who I thought it was. But I was, wasn't going there. So, And this person has not been a psionic vampire most of their life. It's only been within the past... I will say... Eight years. I've only had to personally deal with them in that for the past four because I recognized the pattern and cut them out of my life for two years. And unfortunately, life turned shit around to where they had to become back a part of my life for the past four years. And I've had to deal with the repercussions of being around such a psionic vampire. Okay, I hear what you're saying. To the point where I went from, nothing bothered me, I'm a happy-go-lucky person, (laughs) hi everybody, to... Hey, hill hippie. Do you drop a screw? Fuck off. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But but that also, I mean, like you said, they they they're draining the aura energy. They're mm-hmm. draining the health of you in a form is what's happening. They are going to make you tired. They may be a friendly person. They may not be. It doesn't necessarily mean that they have a specific personality is what I'm trying to get at. There isn't necessarily anything specifically wrong with with a psychic vampire that points out, yo, this person's a psychic vampire. I mean, it's not that they're disagreeable or unlikable. It's just that they are sucking that energy out of you and they make you tired. There are certain people in your life that you realize from time to time as you've been around them and you leave. Right. You know, that now you're exhausted. You know, you're exhausted, you feel depleted, I'm ready for a damn nap. 
<laughs> you know, not just a nap, <laughs> not just a nap. It's just like uh, they've, uh, they've, I mean, a level of exhaustion to where you're just like emotionally, mentally, spiritually, physically, just like I'm done. Uh, you know, you know, like I'm exhausted. I flatlined. I'm on the bottom. Leave me alone. Mm-hmm. You know, versus those people who are throwing out negativity your way. Right. And when you leave, you start to feel healthier again. You see what I'm saying? This right. is definitely a different shift that most people don't want to understand. You know, they they misinterpret it or they're, they're like, so-and-so is so negative. But when you left, was you starting to feel healthier again? Because now you're not in the presence of that energy. And then that also depends on if you have a cord to the psychic vampire. Because if you actually have a cord to the psychic vampire, not just a cord to a negative person, you know, um, and for those who aren't the most clearest on, you know, the whole psychic energy, we call cords something like an umbilical cord, but it's a cord that connects to another human being that's sucking energy or causing health issues, emotional issues, you know, that is a connection between you and that other person that needs to be broken because you shouldn't be attached to anything mm-hmm. in life, period. You shouldn't be attached to anything. So if you have that cord, I mean, it could still be draining you. And it's not a psychic vampire either. It's, but they're using similar techniques. Right. And this is what I'm saying. There's, you need to understand the differences of this. Let me see where I am. Um, let me try to get back into actually where I was before I just started yammering on. Um, many of you may know someone like this, may have friends or a significant other along these lines. <laughs> but have you ever thought about that, what it might be? about what it might be. Well, according to some, these people are even unseen entities lurking amongst us. And that's exactly why I wanted to jump back in. Because you do have spiritual entities that also do the same idea as a psychic vampire. And this would be part of like when I am doing a when I when I do like at the Grove of Bright Blessings and I'm doing a the extractions, the Reiki and extractions and feather dusting, I'm going after those spiritual intrusions that's gotten in or that's in the aura itself that's trying to suck you dry and cause illnesses. So it is a human being, but it's not always a human being. There's different levels and you must come to understand that you can't just willy-nilly point the fingers and say that it's this or this or this or this because you may not clearly be getting the idea. And if you're trying to approach the situation and heal the situation without Mm -hmm. actual understanding of what the fuck you're talking about, you may get nowhere. Right. You, You know what I'm saying? Because like I said, sometimes these are lurking energies, not just human beings. They could be psychic vampires just as well as energy vampires. So there are well, different levels of understanding that. Well, energy vampires and psionic vampires are almost the same thing. Yes, I get it. But what I'm saying is, is a lot of people don't understand. They just want to call people psychic vampires. Okay, I like I knew a person. I, the, probably the worst one that I've ever personally met. That was a psychic vampire. And let me tell you, I'm not the person to avoid people. <laughs> I'm just obnoxious. I don't mean to be obnoxious, but I'm very... Uh, Go ahead. Uh, okay, so apparently your friend Michelle Gomez uh-huh. ignores all context of text uh, and chat because she said, Hi, girly. I said, I'm not a girly. I'm the hill hippie. <laughs> And she responded back, miss you, girly. <laughs> so uh, hopefully you know her. And uh, if you're watching the video. <laughs> Sorry, hell <Hillary. laughs> If you're watching the video there, Michelle. Uh-huh. All right. Come on, play. <laughs> he's so mean. <laughs> Love you. <laughs> Look, he's a man. <laughs> he's not a girly. <laughs> 
That would be my my brother, as, as I, we like to call each other. He's like my brother. It's obnoxiously of a relationship that we have. Mm-hmm. It works perfect. <laughs> <laughs> but what? I don't even know where I was at. Uh, we were talking about psionic vampires and the difference between them and energy vampires. No, I was speaking about, I had a person in my life once. Oh, we've all had people in our life once. Come on now. You can be more, you can, you can expand more than that. You got to share. I had a person that I worked with that was in my life once. And what I'm trying to say is, is I'm not the type of person that's going to just be like, I'm not dealing with them. I'm not going to talk to you. I don't shy away from controversy. I'm a Leo for crying out loud. Okay. <laughs> that doesn't mean I necessarily want to have the controversy, but I don't shy away from it. Right. But with this one person, oh, if I saw that person coming, I would turn tail and go the other direction anytime I could get away with it. Because from the moment you were in the presence of this person, right, it was just like the pleading and energy. It was just like, I feel like I'm shrinking smaller and smaller and smaller and 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 then I just did. I, it would stay with me all day. And this specific person happened to be a very negative person. I mean, from the it was just like, oh my god, could you have anything ever positive to say? You know, but there was a difference. It was like from I, I. It's like from as far as I am from me to you, within like ten feet. You know, I was just like already going. Oh God, I can feel my energy being pulled out of me. No, you know, it was. It felt like a demon sucking its energy out of me all day long, and I couldn't be around that. Like somebody had stuck a uh, a maple syrup sieve into your stomach, and you were just being drained. Yeah. I mean, all day long. And this is what I'm trying to get at. I'm like, and instead of delicious maple syrupy goodness, it was the energy of the universe that was being drained from you. Of my own personal auric universe. <laughs> well, all of our energy is source energy universe. I know. But what I'm saying is you have to come to understand what is doing what to you before you try to make actions about how to make actions. Like I said, a, a hex is not a sex is it, why do I want to say a sexual vampire? Uh is not a psychic vampire. It's not draining you. It only drains you if you give it power. If you believe in it and you allow it to continue to do its job by being the hex. If you're around a negative person and you allow it to you know, change your thinking patterns and put you in that negative personality, it will also drain your energy. But that is not the psychic vampire. A psychic vampire has to continuously feed off that energy because they don't make their own. Right. They don't know how to reconnect to the source. Right. So they just keep dragging it out of you. Now, like I said, there are people who go through moments. Like I said, I love my mother to death, but, you know, she's not, she's been ill. She's been a very, you know, overly sensitive, insecure person, you know, who's paranoid about things. And as she's getting older, she pulls in that energy so much right now that she depletes mine and I have to take the moments to get away. I love her to death and I will do anything in the world for her. She doesn't mean to be that way, but I'm, I'm trying to explain. There's a difference between somebody who's going through a rough patch versus somebody who this is who they are and what they will always do. And unlike Hill Hippie, some people, you know, it, it, Without putting Hill Hippie down, because he wasn't like, Wah. without putting Hill Hippie down, I mean, you have to make the choices that you choose to make in life. And if you know you have psychic vampires, though, that are draining you and causing unhealthy energies, because that also is opening you up to actual energy vampires that bring intrusions and stuff, then you have to come to a shaman and have them removed. You know, like like I was saying, what I do at uh, 
the grove of bright blessings. I mean, when you leave yourself open to it because you continuously put yourself back in that situation, then you are opening up that energy field to create a hole within the aura and create more problems. Now, that's up to you. And this is why I was saying, without putting Hill Hippie down, I mean, each one of us have things that, different things, situations in our life that we have to conquer, we have to overcome. But, you know, we make the choices we make and it's only up to us to be responsible for our own energy and what we allow within our our energy, our aura, and all of that. And if you continue to stay in a negative atmosphere then you're going to continue to bring that negativity to you and have more problems with it as it matures and grows. I'm not saying that you aren't or are capable of getting out and changing it, but I am saying that situation would be best if you would at least try to explore other options so that it is more helpful. Let me get into some of this information that I have also going... Um, on in the paper and the copy, not copies, in the information that I collected. Let me, let me, let me, let me, let me. Psychic vampires are people who do their damage also telepathically, like I said, draining their victims of their auric energy. Um, you have to understand that they are somewhat like a parasite, their actual way of energy, of sucking away at you. Another way that like spirit tells me when I'm dealing with a psychic vampire or it's an energy of a psychic vampire form, even if it's not that actual, like I said, with my mother's situation, some people come in with different energies that do the same kind of similar thing. One of the ways that spirit will direct to me I mean, and you may find because we have our own weird connections with, you know, synchronicity and with the oneness, certain things that will give that also a idea, fleas will pop up, you know, ticks may pop up, gnats may pop up. Um, and what I'm saying is these are things that only eat on the dead. These are things that only eat on blood. They only suck the existence out of other things. So when we get into like, you know, the, the, the totem medicine and stuff, you may be finding that something along these kind of lines may be showing themselves to you because they're trying to warn you. Because for me, every time, excuse me, every time spirit is warning me that I have some kind of psychic vampire that's leeching on that's causing problems, they show me a tick, which is, you know, what tries to get into your skin and suck away at you. So, you, I mean, there's certain ways of noticing things that, you know, like I said, attach to you. And as it does, it's growing. Now, that's as a psychic, I'm being shown that energy, but that does not mean that you will get it in the same way. But I do want to give out that information because I've known in the past when I throw things out there like that, a lot of times they're like, oh my God, oh my God, you know, and, and they will have that same kind of connection. So it's not just me. It's something that, you know, you can definitely pick up and start to acknowledge. Synchronicity has a way of trying to teach you lessons of making you see the unseen. I'm sorry, I was trying to drink my drink. Fear is also something that is usually brought about with the psychic energy, I mean, with the vampire, fear is uh, usually brought up from them, also from their background, whether it's a conscious energy or not, because fear leaves, leads into that anxiety, that doubt, that stress, and all of that. And the more that they are fearful, the more that they have anxiety in their life, the more that they're also exuding all of that energy, worrying about that, and therefore they're going to start pulling it out of you. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> psychic energies usually, I mean, psychic vampires tend to become very good friends and partners to you. And you don't realize, hold on, you don't realize that you've let them in your life and start draining you until you start to really feel the drainage. It starts sometimes softer. Uh. 
what I'm saying is it's that, that up close and personal. Just like you with your I, work environment. Yeah, it but gets that, worse over whoa, whoa, time. Whoa, 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 whoa. That one is not a very good example because that one's been in my life since he's been in existence. Okay. Now, new energy vampires, I'm pretty quick at you know, hopping on to spotting them and getting them out of my life pretty quick. But that also has quick. to do with us being aware. I'm also speaking to, you're right. For us who are aware, we start to feel that energy on an empathic level. You start to feel something's off, something's wrong, and you can feel the drainage versus somebody who is, you know, newer to it. Like I, I call them our spiritual newborns. You know, our spiritual newborns are just coming into their empath- empathic energy. Right. And they they don't even understand any of what's going on. Everything's a great big shock. You're so mean. <laughs> oh. Well, and I'm not trying to put them I, down. I wasn't even trying to be mean. I just saw a smart ass comment coming. I was actually going to quote a line from a Dream Theater song. They said, I remember a time when my uh, frail virgin mind saw the crimson sunrise and imagined what it might find. Just like the spiritually new and awakened, they still don't know what's going on out there. And they're still looking at it with wonder and awe. And they You still- know what, though? You should never lose the wonder and awe, but you should be aware. Right. But, you know, that wonder and awe of, uh, often is hand in hand with the um, Nieve, uh oh, I'm about to fuck up a word. And now that I'm thinking about it, uh, being naive. Okay. You know, for I can't think of the actual pronunciation of uh, naivety, 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 naivety. Yeah, I'm fucking it up. But being naive, sometimes awe and wonder allows you to be naive. And you can miss that psionic vampire or the energy vampire that has made their way into your life. Right. Like I said, I'm agreeing you're making it sound more tasteful. Uh, I'm sorry, I'm laughing because... Wow, I'm being for tasteful you, for once? For you to be the tasteful <laughs> it is throwing me off. <laughs> Well, I mean, uh, that's a that's a fair reason to be like, what the fuck that's is why going I'm, on? I'm like, I'm looking at you with very confused eyes. I'm like waiting for, you know, swamp donkey. I'm like, <laughs> rubber nose swamp donkey. And if you, uh, those listeners who are tuning in and don't know what that is, uh, please go back and find us on your favorite uh, favorite podcaster app. You know, iTunes, uh, Google Play, Castbox. Uh, iHeartRadio, and uh, listen to our Spiritual Animals Moose episode, and you'll learn what a rubber-nosed swamp donkey is. Also, if you enjoy the video like tonight, tell them how to find it. Uh, <laughs> Patreon.com slash Otherland Dreams. You know, you can see uh, Lady Stars and Fire in a star field, and oh, you got some green showing up behind you. Hey, there That's we go. With my hair. No, no, it wasn't your hair. It was actually green screen this time. <laughs> And, you know, you can actually see what goes on, the the different camera transitions. If you were here at the very beginning, you got to see the animated uh, intro that comes on with us. You know, some good stuff, man. A dollar a month for all the visual goodness of Lady Stars and Fire giving you all the information you want. And Hill Hippies, big nosed ass, interrupting. Yeah, literally. (laughs) With lots of love. Asking me a lot of questions. And sometimes fucking you up with logic. Yeah, he does that a lot. It's irritating. I love him, but it's fucking irritating. Kiss my ass, sis. <laughs> okay, but I mean, I'm going to go back on to Facebook. I'll post a whole shit ton of different stuff about psychic vampires because I want to get into um, some of the other personal traits that you'll notice, as well as, you know, some ideas to help you protect yourself 
Even if you are confused and you're not 100% sure as to, you know, what a psychic vampire is. But like I said, they can be in many different forms. You can't just drop it to it's this idea or it's that idea and it's this or that and nothing else. Because psychic vampires are just like anybody else. They're emotional and Mm -hmm. they do shift and change. And just like anybody else who hasn't had the proper amount of energy... Right. You know, and, and the reason I'm saying that is, is as a showman and as a healer, as I came into my energy, as I was first coming into figuring out who and what I was, I had to really start looking up different ideas of what the psychic vampire was because I was a little bit paranoid that I was one. Really? Yes. I was a little paranoid that I was a psychic vampire for a little while. And that had to do with the energy that I pull in because of what I do as a shaman as I do the extractions and stuff. But I hadn't learned that yet. So I was just sucking energy out of everybody and I couldn't understand. But when I was doing it, I also was exhausting them. I mean, for a very long period of time. So you're saying you were sucking too much, huh? And I was sucking some shit I didn't want to suck off. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, see, you can't take me nowhere. (laughs) You, I'm the one who started it. But, I mean, I was noticing, like I said, before I came into a better attunement as to what I do as a shaman, you know, then I, I started really having some issues. And I was really draining energy from the people who I loved. And I started realizing as I got better at it and went through training that that was not the case at all. However, you know, people go through these different energies. And for me personally, selenite was the king. I mean, if I used the selenite and I gave it to people to protect them even from my energy, all I had to do was tell the crystal, I mean, tell the selenite, I want you to protect this person, including from me while I was going through this temporary moment of growth mm-hmm. you know and it would so i'm saying you have to get right with your crystals let me go over a couple crystals because i need to get on with the other stuff and i'll go back on facebook and i'll post a whole bunch of stuff but red garnet is but my- only on the other land dreams facebook page that way you can all come in here and if you're enjoying this as you hear it come back to the Fa- other land dreams facebook page and uh like it that way you can know whenever we do other Free live video feeds, which is not a common thing. It's something we're going to be doing random from time to time. We will never let you know when it is before night, uh, uh, show night. Shit, I didn't know until about two out three hours ago. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes it's nice being a producer. <laughs> you know, it's just something I decided we needed to let people see what was going on you know a reason to come to patreon.com slash otherland dreams and see what you can get and you know tonight it was literally a last minute decision and some nights we'll have some graphics going on sometimes some extra music sometimes you never know we might have uh tools uh in the here in the studio like we've had on our uh witchy slash uh, shamanic slash twigs and uh, jingleberries episodes in the past. Those were fun. Except for I forgot to show and tell. <laughs> he only brought show and tell because, you know, I forgot. And sorry, I sucked. <laughs> Crazy. <laughs> All right. Not but, me. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let me go over some of these stones real fast and then I'll put everything else on our Facebook page so that you can go back and look at it later. Like I said, red garnet is a good crystal to help out with psychic vampires. Selenite is my favorite. Um, in many reasons, not just for that. But selenite is definitely one that I personally used and found to be one of the best. Um, lab, labdorite? Labdorite. Thank you. I never know if I'm saying it right. I feel like I'm saying... You never have. Yeah, but when I say the word, it feels like I'm saying a bathroom. I, I, so I'm I don't, automatically... I don't care what it feels like. You're still not saying it right. I know, right. but I'm saying in my mind, I'm going, this has to be wrong. <laughs> And it is. (laughs) All right. Anyway, then there's the black obsidian, citron, bloodstone, amethyst. I'm going to kick your ass. What did I do? You poisoned me. How did I poison you? 
Uh, we'll talk about it after the show. What did I buy you? Diet. And you made it through the whole show before you acknowledged this and start bitching at me? <laughs> I literally just took the first big swig. You're putting that fucking artificial sweetener in my body? Ignore him. Black tourmaline. <laughs> Jasper. Carnelian. And then I'm right back to where I started. Like I said, I will go back and I will post all kinds of information because we got jabbering on like we always do. So I never get to get into everything. But that's okay because I feel like we covered a lot. Yeah, we did. You know, I know the feeling. I don't get to get into everything I want to talk about either. Never happens. Never. Never. But you know what that Ever. means. You know, you know what that means. Future episodes, we can revisit the same topics and come back and uh, hit new things that we have not hit on the previous uh, times we were covering those topics. Yes. That way, there's always learning coming to you. Yes, there's always and always good things. Back. So we're going to hop into Solar Ham real quick, and we actually do have a little bit of activity. Uh, another long stretch without any. Uh, Updates to the site, uh, uh, Solar Ham. A large coronal hole, number 65, will begin to face Earth later this week. And this should be the source of a high-speed solar wind stream that moves past Earth uh, this upcoming weekend. A geometric disturbance, possibly reaching storm levels, will be uh, possible at high latitudes. So maybe G1, max G2. So nothing that anywhere, if you're listening in the... Uh, the middle latitudes, you don't have to worry about it. If you're in the upper latitudes, yeah, you're you're going to see some stuff. If you're in the uh, lower latitudes, maybe, maybe. I don't know enough about the lower latitudes and how the solar winds work because I live in the northern hemisphere and that's where all my information comes from. I'm sorry. <laughs> I should probably check into that. That way I can help you guys out too. Especially considering I learned last week that we have listeners in uh, New Zealand. I kind of feel all bad. Over Europe. Well, Europe's in the Northern Hemisphere. New Zealand is in the Southern Hemisphere. Yeah, I mean, I'm so, thankful. I don't, I, I, I'm thankful that you I'm going to shoot a hair tie at you. Well, you know what? <laughs> He's trying to hurt me. <laughs> so, uh, to our New Zealand listeners... I'm sorry, I don't know about enough about the way that the uh, the solar particles interact with the the southern hemisphere. I will get better at that. But the uh, a geomagnetic uh, geomagnetic disturbance, possibly reaching storm levels, will be high, uh, possible at higher latitudes. Perhaps some nice auroras in the works for the sky watchers. So, if you're in the upper and possibly the lower latitudes. Keep an eye out for the skies this weekend. You might have something, some pretty colors coming your way. Sweet. And with that, Sweet. let's move on to the uh, weekly astrology. All right, people. Um, this is pretty much just from like the 25th up until the 30th until I do a new weekly healing messages video. Um, if you, because I only have so much time to go over the astrology on the show here. So if you are interested, please follow me on YouTube. Just look Aspartame. up Lady Stars. He's bitching about his drink. Aspartame. <laughs> but it, you can always look me up on Lady Stars and Fire on YouTube. And that's where I do the weekly healing messages if you don't catch it on Facebook. As well as I'm having the... Uh, I do the Zodiac readings for every sign in tarot, and then I'm about to go back over and do them in in astrology for the month. So you can definitely go back and find it there because there's only so much time I have to do it here on the show. But I will say, this week is all about heal thyself. Get right with self. Get to know the depths of yourself, and you need to be your own approval. You don't need approval from someone else. But with that being said... Right before the show started, we were noticing around 3.30, you know, around 3.30 hour time, the energy took a major turn into like just rah, energy. It felt like very just uncomfortable roar, you know. And when I go back and I'm looking at the astrology, that pretty much is when the moon was entering Leo and it was having a conversation with Pluto. So is Mars and Yura having a conversation with Pluto, as well as with Jupiter, Cirrus, and 
Neptune. So, I mean, this has definitely put in a whole new extra spin on that energy, which is making that energy feel so heavy because that Leo energy is that dramatic side. With the moon being there, it's very emotional, very dramatic, very touching base on some of those uncomfortable unconsciousnesses, you know, as it's dealing with Pluto's energy. Pluto is in its last few days of it being in retrograde. Now, Pluto, when it comes out of retrograde, it doesn't turn back outwardly like the other signs because it's the only planet that stays inward all the time. But it's death, decay, and destruction for renewal, rebirth, and regeneration. So right now it's in its last, you know, I think it's, Dece I mean, October 2nd that it goes direct. And it's for all intents and purposes. It's just stopped. Like there's no rebirthing. There's no death. It's like just floating funk. Okay. And reassessing it, reassessing re re it, reorganizing it, viewing it of everything that needs to change, die, let go of, surrender, all of the frustrations that come with that in order for resurrection and rebirth to happen. And with the moon being in Leo, throwing out that extra energy for, you know, the, the first part of today and then into tomorrow, it's definitely throwing down a little bit like of a hammer on that energy. It's, it's adding that extra oomph of dramaticness because it's how Leo is. Leo is very compassionate, but it is definitely melodrama. I mean, I mean, it's really, it definitely can over overinflate the situation. It's kind of got a little bit of that extra fire energy instead of emotional energy like Scorpio does. But when the moon is here, it's adding that emotional depths of that unconscious fire that's back building against you and throwing it in your face. Then you have Mars, which is your inner warrior which is also having this conversation. Like I said, in the planet itself, it's like not moving. It's just kind of like going, I'm going to overanalyze all of this and I'm making sure that I have everything the way I want it and I haven't changed this and I need to change this and I need to let go of this. Death, decay, and destruction. This shit needs to happen. And order for rebirth, renewal, and regeneration, which is the resurrection. So... Pluto being in retrograde on its last few days is more or less going, you know, in that floating energy is kind of like going, what the fuck have you missed? Where did you miss the memo? And let me smack the shit out of you because you're going to screw it up if you don't get it on, on board with the right thing right now. And this is what that heavy energy is that's coming in. Because Mars is your inner warrior, it's your inner SWAT team, it's your inner sexuality, it's your inner belly dancer, it's how you feel about yourself sexually, you know, and, and when I say sexually, I do mean, you know, sexually, but I also mean about how you feel about yourself. Do you feel good about yourself? Do you have a pep in your step? Do you, when you look in the mirror, do you smile at yourself or are you like, Oh my God, what have I become? You know, this is the difference of what that inner warrior is trying to speak to you about. And it's definitely having, um, uh, it's having a bit of a hissy fit over yesterday and today. I mean, tomorrow as it enters until it gets into Virgo. And then it's going to have a whole nother energy because you still have Mars, Yura, and then you'll have the moon in Virgo. Understand on the 28th, you have a new moon. The new moon is going to be going in a void, of course, from Virgo to Libra. So we're talking about the energies that are building right up to that new moon. New moons are all about new beginnings. So this is saying, what are you not getting right that you need to release? And you need to release that shit right the fuck now. Okay? And as this is approaching this energy right now, it's saying... In Virgo, it's all about your everyday, daily, mundane tasks. It's your diet, your health care to yourself. It's the people, the places, and the things that you consume in the very energy of your daily mundane life. From the time you wake up 
and you go brush your teeth and clean yourself in the shower to when you come home and your day is done. Who is in your life? What part of the energy are you consuming in your life? What people, places, or things are in your life? What patterns are good for you? What patterns are not good for you? Where are you getting it wrong? Because Mars is going to be making you feel very uncomfortable in the energies that you are getting it wrong. And you have Yura right there, which is sacrifice and commitment, more or less going... Why aren't you, why aren't you loving you right? Why aren't you, you know, helping your inner warrior find your inner power to help that sacral chakra and that root chakra strengthen so that you can build from the bottom up? If you don't feel good about yourself, then you're definitely not going to be manifesting anything good for yourself. Okay, and this is part of this energy. And how are you able to stand in your power and love yourself and acknowledge this? And as it's coming out of Virgo, it's moving into uh, Libra, which is where everybody's getting this week wrong because they were all about it's the equinox. And it's all about, you know, now we're in Libra season, which means it's all about your relationships and good relationships are coming. No, no, it's not. This energy is about relationships, but the first relationship has to be to yourself. Okay. Because first off, Mercury is spending absolutely no time here in Libra. It's not upset in Libra. It's not having a problem with Libra energy, but it's just not spending any freaking time here. I mean, I think, what is it? Let me, let me double check here. Let me turn my thing. Yeah, I mean, it only, it's going to be moving out more or less the first or the second of October. I mean, it's spending no time in this, in this system of Libra. So you have Mars and Libra. You'll have, not Mars, you'll have the Sun, Mercury, Venus, and Libra, plus Haumea and Makemake. Your collective consciousness, your ego, your illumination, your core, because that's where the Sun is, you know, you have your highly sensitive energy communication, communicating with you know, that collective consciousness of your higher self, your ego, you know, your shine. Are you shining the way you want to or are you shining, you know, not in the way you want to? And then your communication with the outer community of these relationships and that communication is not spending any time. You better get this shit down. You better get it down. You better get it down quick because, is asking you, are you comfortable in the muddy, murky water? Or are you ready to step up and start to illuminate? And if you're going to illuminate, that means loving yourself first within these relationships. Then love the relationships by being an honest, true balance. Okay? But it's starting out by hitting you with that energy that's been coming through Leo and going into Virgo. And this, is relation, this isn't about relationships, you know, with your loved ones, your family, your children, your spouses, your working environment. It's the relationship you have for yourself within these relationships. And why aren't you putting yourself first? Why aren't you loving yourself right and what are you doing wrong to not love yourself right? Because if you don't acknowledge these things before Mercury moves out on, you know, right in the beginning of October, the lesson will not be learned because these energies are not going to be back together again. Like I said, we're seeing things from the 1800s and we're working our way all the way back to the 1500s. We're going back into the Middle Ages and in our own way, we're erasing them and rewriting them for how we need them to be now in our lives. So this is an important time for you to truthfully get right with you, love you, and then you'll be able to bring to you the proper healthy relationships because your first important relationship is with you. With that being said, I think that's pretty much all I got. Is there anything else that you're wanting to throw out there? Other than I'm catching you when you're Scott up, of course. I never make it easy on that man. No, not one bit. But <laughs> I, I, I expect that and I love that from you, sis. You keep me on my toes just like I keep you on your toes. No, I, I think we covered energy vampires to a, a certain degree. 
you know, and there's always more information that can be more uh, learned. As I say, we can't do all your thinking for you. Yes. Sometimes you have to do some of the work for yourself or it's just not going to ever sink in. Exactly. So, uh, I hope you guys have enjoyed this episode. Uh, we will touch upon this uh, subject again in the future, probably next year, you know, around the time of Samhain. Because this, uh, this week does represent our uh, five-week-long se- uh, celebration of Samhain. Just starting it a week early because why the fuck not? Right. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, thank you, everyone, for tuning in. Thank, uh, thanks to all of those of you on Facebook who have joined us. And may all your journeys be safe ones. Also, if you want to get any, if you need to talk to me personally, you can always reach me or book appointments with me at ladystarsoffire.com. Yes. Much love to you all. See you soon. Bye-bye. That also explains why. You're clear. Okay. <laughs> that also explains why all day I've been hearing the how go. Yeah, I get that. Because I've been walking around going, whoo, and couldn't figure it out.